You're listening to the Bible 126 podcast. And let me say this concerning your prayer life and situations that you have faced and prayed about. If your prayer life is successful, then I wouldn't change it. But if you're at a point where that things are not working for you, your prayers are not being answered, then I would suggest that you listen diligently to as we teach and share and then make some changes according to the Word of God. Because I tell you what, God's laws, spiritual laws, will get your prayers answered if you'll operate in them properly. Uh, Jesus said, Ask and you shall receive. Knock and it shall be open unto you. Seek and you shall find. Well, thank God if you do that, then it's going to happen just like Jesus said. And uh, there was a lady said one time, and I heard her give her testimony. And I don't say this to belittle her because, you know, if you don't know anybody, you just keep doing it. But she said she had prayed that God would uh, uh, save her husband. And she said, now, Lord, I'm, I'm willing to give up anything that uh, we have just to get my husband saved. And they were had some businesses and they were doing well, doing well financially. She said, Lord, I'm, I'm willing to give up everything that we own if, if my husband just gets saved. Now, she went on to tell how that a few months later they began to have difficulty financially in their businesses and finally they went bankrupt and, and uh, just had a terrible time. But she said, thank God, God answered my prayer and my husband's saved and in. Well, now what this lady did was because she didn't know how to pray. She didn't know what God said about prayers. She was deceived by Satan to, to uh, pray a prayer that opened the door to the devil. Now, you'll never convince me by the Word of God or any of your intellectual reasoning that God took their finances and made them go bankrupt so that he'd get saved. Now, if they were going to do that, then God would make everybody get saved tomorrow and we'd go in the millennium the next day. But you see, God's not in the business of doing that. But you see, through her prayer, which was not accurate prayer, it wasn't based on the Word of God, she opened the door to the devil. And many of you have done the very same thing. You've opened the door to the devil, allowed the devil to come in and steal from you. Now, actually, I, I say this as kind as a know-how, but you have to say what it is because um, there's error in that. Even though she might have been right in her heart, she's wrong in her head, you see. Now, see, if, you, if this woman hadn't known what the Word said, she just said, thank God I don't have to give up our finances to get my husband saved. See, Jesus is the only sacrifice that had to be offered. She didn't have to offer her finances as a sacrifice. And if you prayed that way, ask God to repent and ask God to forgive you because you're offering something else as a sacrifice, that's idolatry. Jesus is the only sacrifice that has to be offered. And thank God he's already been offered. <laughs> and he's the only one that has to suffer. But you see, if you don't know any better, then you couldn't do any better. That's why we're teaching on the subject. Because there's many people opening the door to the devil through their prayer. Now, I know as you say, well, how in the world could we pray and be wrong? Well, praying's wrong when you pray wrong. Because the devil can get a hold of some information. 
and uh, he'll answer your prayer if he can when it's when it's a foolish prayer. Now, see, this lady thought that God had, had taken their finances. Well, now, show me in the scripture where God is the stealer. It's just not there, folks. It's just not there. But now, see, she didn't know any better. Well, when you don't know any better, you can't do any better. But thank God the word brings us light, doesn't it? Now, the word of God gives us some some things that'll teach us. It is your legal right to come boldly before the throne of grace, request heavenly intervention on the earth in your behalf. Hebrews, the fourth chapter. He says, come boldly before the throne of grace. Come boldly. Not dragging in there, kicking the rocks, you know, and looking down at your feet and saying, oh, dear God, if I, you know, I'm just so unworthy. Well, certainly we are unworthy within ourselves, but you see, the Bible says He hath made Him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in Him. So let's, let's don't put ourselves down just because we're trying to impress God. And I think sometimes that's what we do. We try to say, well, you know, my righteousness is just as filthy rags. Well, now that is true, you see. The Bible says that our righteousness is a filthy rag. But we don't come boldly before the throne of grace because of our righteousness. We come boldly before the throne of grace because of His righteousness. You ought to pray in the name of Jesus. God will answer your prayer if you pray to Him. And be careful how you use the name of Jesus. Now listen to me, this is a little touchy here. But don't, don't bother with the Lord's name. I've heard some disciplines where they call over and over again, over and over again, over and over again, over and over again, to the point to make it right. Folks, the name of God is wonderful, glorious. In fact, the Hebrews wouldn't even say the name of God. That's why you read that they called him Yahweh, but they wouldn't say that. They, they kept it out of their mouths and used it only at special times because the name of God is wonderful. So don't, don't repeat and repeat and repeat and repeat so as to trivialize the name of God, but address your prayer to God who is your father. And when you close up your prayer, put the right name on it. Because if you don't put the right name on it, it ain't going nowhere. Everybody can pray, but you got to have a name to get your prayer through. Jesus sits on the right hand of God the Father. And when your prayer comes up, he's got to validate who you are. So when you pray your prayer, say in the name of Jesus. That's your access code. And your prayer is delivered in the name of Jesus. Prayer is the legal right to ask God to supernaturally intervene on your behalf. Prayer is not to tell God the problem. Now, I know for years, I thought that prayer, was, that's what it was for, just to go tell God the problem. Say, now God, you know, here's my problem, and just start praying all the problems. No, no. The Bible says God already knows the problem before you ask Him. Now, if God knows the problem, why is it necessary for me to pray the problem? Now, don't misunderstand me. I said before, I'm going to say it again. It's all right. You can talk your problem over with Jesus. You can fellowship with Jesus. But when it comes to prayer, accurate prayer, 
you pray to the Father in the name of Jesus, and you pray the way the Word said to pray, you pray the answer instead of the problem. Whatsoever things you desire. All right, just ask yourself, what is it I desire? Then it says, whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe you receive them. Believe that you've received. Believe that you've received. Now, some of, some of the problems that people face is that they pray one thing, go say another. Well, I prayed for wisdom, but you know I always make dumb decisions. You watch and see, I'll, I'll make a mess of things. Well, your saying nullified your prayer. You didn't believe what you prayed. You held fast to the problem. Satan's deception is to get you to pray the problem. And I'll tell you quite frankly, he's done that a lot of times. There's some people that pray things it's impossible for God to answer. Now let me give you an example. Sometimes people pray things and give away secrets in prayer. What if some guy walks up to you, you know, and you've on the street, and you've got a hundred dollar bill, you've stuck it in your sock, you know, you got it <laughs> your shoe in your sock. Some guy comes up and sticks a gun on you and, and holds you up. And you start praying, Lord, don't let them find that $100 bill I got hid in my shoe. Well, now, brother, you done opened your mouth and give the devil some information. How is God going to answer a prayer like that? You see, sometimes people pray things and they give the devil vital information. It'd be foolish to pray something like that. Well, check up on your praying. See what you've been doing. Don't allow Satan to deceive you. Satan doesn't care how much you pray. He doesn't care how much you go to church as long as he can distort your prayers or your prayer life to where it won't work for you. Now, I want you to listen to it. The devil doesn't care how much you pray as long as it doesn't work. And I'll tell you, religious praying usually doesn't work. What I mean by religious praying, that is just praying to be praying. Just pray because it seemed like the thing to do. The prayer of faith shall save the sick. The Lord shall raise him up. If you're going to enter into the uh, prayer, then it ought to be in faith. And we ought to go, we ought to spend enough time in the Word of God to find out what God said about it. So don't use vain repetition as the heathen do. Pray according to the Word of God. Know the will of God before you pray. Because if you don't know God's will, when you start praying, how in the world are you going to be able to pray? You can't pray God's will if you don't know God's will. James 4, 7 says, Submit yourself therefore to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Now, if you don't know God's will concerning a matter, then when are you? how are you going to know whether to resist the devil or not? Thank you for listening to this podcast. You can see more podcasts on anchor.fm forward slash Bible 126. Also, there is a feature there where you can sponsor or make a donation to this page. Thank you and stay tuned for more episodes.